Truby Dooby Movies, Judas Cinema Closet, JT the Talking Head, Teo the Terminurtle, Zedzilla Movies, Masters of Matinee, Happy New Year, JT. Happy New Year, Zedzilla. Every year, us avid movie watchers make this arbitrary goal of ours to create as many different, like, as many different resolutions as we can when it comes to movies. We want to watch more. We want to get to our backlog. We want to watch this one series. We want to get to the theater more. We want to watch more stuff in our collection. We want to tune into stuff on streaming. We want to see all of these movies that have escaped us since our childhood. What are your movie goals for this year? That's the question at hand. Okay. Okay. I can dig it. I, have, I can start us off. I have, I have one uh, right off the dome. One movie goal. Okay. Uh, so I've said before in the show that I live pretty far away from any kind of civilization and my closest movie theater is an hour away. Well, around the latter half of 2023, my wife and I started making the voyage, the hour and making a date days to go out to that city that has the movie theater. And we would go and see movies uh, we have seen a couple double features uh, around Halloween. We got mm -hmm. to go see a double feature of Hocus Pocus and House of a Thousand Corpses, which is a um, very odd double feature. Um, and then we got to go see, which this isn't even really a double feature. But we just saw them on the same day. Uh, we got to see Godzilla Minus One and A Christmas Story on the same day, which was also a very odd double feature. So I'm going to say that my first and main major movie goal of the year is to just see more movies in theater. Uh, I love, always love the cinematic experience. Uh, shout out to a previous episode that Zed and Drew and I did in season one uh, yeah. about our favorite theatrical experiences. Uh, that's one of my all time favorite episodes that we've recorded. Uh, if you haven't really? seen it, go back the season one playlist on Spotify and on YouTube guys and listen to that. Uh, it is a wonderful episode. Um, but the, yeah, the, I think my goal is to see more movies in theaters and probably more of a specific to see more re-releases in theaters, more old, older classic movies. Oh. Uh, I know that like fathom events is like releasing, like they just did mean girls today. I didn't, I didn't get to see mm -hmm. that unfortunately, but uh, I know that I think in a couple months they're releasing Gone with the Wind. I, that would be really cool to go see in theaters. I think, so, yeah, go see more movies in theaters. That's my that's my that's, first movie resolution. And that's a very solid one because it's it's always the ones that are re released, the ones that you get the opportunity to actually see on the big screen that honestly make me feel more inclined to get out and go watch them. Like, of course, I want to go see new releases. But I've never seen Jurassic Park on the big screen. I've seen it on my little tiny screen, you know. So I would love to venture out and and have a viewing of it on the big screen. And there's a bunch of movies like that. Gone with the Wind is a great example. I mean, that movie is one of the quintessential 
movies and all of cinema and to be able to just have that experience the one time is 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 worth it it's worth it so and i, I love I've, that and, and you and, i've never seen it either i think it'd be really cool for me my neither. me neither <laughs> I, think it, I think it'd be really cool for my first time to ever watch it to be in a theater um there there are movies like that that i would that it's just like it's been so long since they've come out like since they've come out and i just haven't seen them that i'm just like i might as well wait to see them in like the coolest way the best quality possible like I just saw Titanic a couple weeks ago because it came out on that 4k disc. Like, and I waited because I wanted to see what Cameron did with his new scan and with the, sure. you know, the, the Dolby vision and the 4k and all that stuff, all the stuff that Zed doesn't give a shit about. I wanted to, I wanted to One see it. You're an alpha other. I have no <laughs> idea what he's talking about. I, I wanted to see it in the best quality possible. Uh, so I just waited till, till it came out. Um, so yeah, I like, I would love to see like Casablanca. I've never seen Casablanca. It'd be so cool to see it. I watched it last year for the very first time, and uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. Is it theater worthy for me to go see? I don't know if I would have like had a heightened experience in the theater, but it is. It's it, again, it's one of those quintessential ones. It's like Citizen Kane or <clears throat> even like Shawshank Redemption, the ones that everyone's talking about, The Godfather. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't seen those movies, why not see them how they were originally intended? I. You, you wouldn't be able to get me to go to a theater to see the Godfather. It's too long. It's, it's, it's one of those, which and I'm saying, sitting here saying, I go see gone with the fucking wind in a theater, but, but the Godfather is, it's too long. I, and, and honestly that the movie is great. And it's, it's Coppola is a hell of a director. And, but what makes that movie are the characters and the story, not the visuals. That's not a movie that's like overly visually stimulating. So I don't really, and I, I'm going to get crucified for those for some of my from some of my uh, fellow film talk community and, and film tube community. But I, I don't think that I personally need to see a movie like The Godfather in theaters. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. That's a really good goal, and especially I know where you're out there. It's out in the sticks, on the middle of middle of bumfuck nowhere. So I don't blame you for like not wanting to make that trip, especially with like all the other stuff. Like we're both big boys; we both have bad backs. It's never fun. It's ne when they when they installed the recliners, they were like, "There you go, big boys," and I'm like, "I still can't fit." What do you? <laughs> I still can't fit in those dang recliners. So um that's a really good solid one to start off with in reality i i really only have one big major one for this year which is to just watch the movies that i need, need to watch when i need to watch them you made a great tiktok video about just that subject and uh you you almost made me cry a little bit with that it's a very good oh, point with come it on. It's it's one of those things where I think that mentality was instilled instilled in me a few years back. You know, I was going through a, a big breakup in my life, and uh, my buddy told me, "Just watch a movie that makes you feel um, ready to take on the world." I suppose something that make you motivated because let's let me let, let me be very transparent here the reason why my relationship ended was because i wasn't ambitious right i was sort of afraid and in my own shell and in my own world 
so what did I do? I popped in Rocky and I watched the, like in my mind, like the quintessential underdog story where in the end he doesn't win, but he wins the people's hearts. He is the people's champion. And I love that story. I love that fight, that drive that that movie gives you. And it's not a, a pummel fest where people are just punching and put, no, like you watch this riveting love story, these relationships blossom. You watch this guy who thinks little of himself really come into his own. And I love that. And that, that message from my friend to just watch something that motivates you has always stuck with me. And after that relationship, so much other stuff that's way more important has happened and transpired. And yet I have maintained my focus on these arbitrary things that I've set for myself that make, they, they, they don't add anything in the moment. They don't, they're just like, I'm watching these movies for the sake of watching them because I think I have to, I think I need to, it's like, well, need to is like sort of my whole thing is I need to watch them, but there's a different, there's a difference between I need to watch these movies because, you know, friends are dogging on me or I need to like, you know, I, I want to join my friends in talking about this and yeah, there's like these, and then there's actual need, you know, that whole video I made for TikTok was because I had a, a death in the family. And instead of continuing on my Godzilla binging that I was doing, I just needed to watch Coco. That's all I needed in that moment. And Right. And gosh, was it ever a lovely decision? Like it completely transformed that, that, that evening for me. And I, I needed that. And after it happened, it wasn't a conscious decision. It was, it was in hindsight. I was like, I feel like more people need to hear this because I've been hearing a lot of, or not hearing, but listening to a lot of folks uh, talk about their goals through our discord or through their videos. And it's a lot of, you know, arbitrary goals that I feel that folks feel like they're supposed to do. And you're not supposed to do anything in this hobby other than have fun and enjoy yourself. Um, and that's what I plan on doing this year is just watch the movies I need to watch. I think that that can, um, that point of yours can also relate to physical media collecting as well. Um, I, I, I know that you probably don't have this issue as much as the rest of us, because your collection is, is scavenged from the goodwill and, and the big lots, you know? Um, but you know, the peer pressure and the FOMO and everything with the physical media industry, you know, if you go take a trip on Reddit to any of those boards, there's going to have those elitist cats that are like, you have to see seven samurai. You have to see Eraserhead. You have to see Citizen Kane. You have to see this. You have to see that. And it's like, no, I don't. I don't need to see no. every movie. Like, I, there's been, uh, trust me, I've been swept up in it as well, where I'm just like, when I was younger, I'd be like, oh my God, you've never fucking seen this movie. Like, insert XY movie. You need to change that ASAP. Um, yeah. And then I had to check myself and remember that I was like, motherfucker you've never even seen titanic <laughs> like chill the fuck out <laughs> yeah so like yeah I, I think that but with physical media collecting like we're so pressured to 
to buy all these new releases and stuff and to buy certain editions of each release and everything. And it's like, gotta get this release. You have to see this movie. You have to do this. And it's like, no, I don't have to do anything. I can, I can sit here and watch the movies that I want to watch that look appealing to me and make me feel good. And that's all that fucking matters. And, and at the end of the day, to me, as long as you are watching movies and enjoying the art, it doesn't matter which movies you're watching. I don't care if you're watching the same comfort movies over and over again, just enjoy the art. That's the important part is to enjoy that artwork. Somebody put blood, sweat and tears. Yeah. I I think that the discussion of peer pressure in this community is, is a very apparent one. You know, I, I see a lot of people that are going above and beyond their means to acquire these items. Yeah. For what? Like, I get it. There's a thing called cinema sickness. We all have it. We all want to get out there and grab as many movies as we can because there's a high off of it. There's a thrill. And I understand that and I sympathize with that. But Lord have mercy. If I see another like video about the same 4K, I'm going to lose my mind. Everybody is doing the exact same thing, talking about the exact same thing. And I love you guys. You guys are all sweethearts. But the peer pressure of it all is something that is very evident for someone like me who doesn't buy into it. Literally, I don't buy into it. It's not my cup of tea. And it's not a place of judgment for me to bestow upon you. Like, don't do that. But like, think about it for a little bit, folks. Just think about it do we really need to pick up this brand new 4k of a movie that has been watchable for the past 40 years? How come, why do we need that right now? I mean, you can get it eventually, but like right now, 40, 50, 60 bucks. That's insane to me. That's a lot of movies. I mean, on a certain level, I can agree with you, but also on a certain level, as you, as you know, I'm going to agree to disagree. Well, well, I know. Cause I, I I can agree with you because I know of some collectors out there who are putting themselves in debt to collect and who are yeah. choosing, actively choosing a movie over a meal. And I know collectors yeah. out there who buy everything and then they don't watch it. They, it just sits on their shelf and rots. But they're every Tuesday they're at Walmart, they're at Target, they're at probably not Best Buy for much fucking longer, but uh, they're at those stores and they're buying everything on the new release shelf just because they're this completionist mentality. It's like, you know that you can't collect everything, right? Like you're, you're, you're yeah. already behind the game because DVD has been releasing for, for all these years and Blu-ray has been re- out since 2006. I, I, unless you've been doing this practice of buying every little thing since 2006, you're not going to complete the set. You're not going to get all 25,000 infinity stones Thanos okay there's there's no balance no. to be found here um don't put yourself in debt over it and, and Judas and I were talking about this the other day he brought up a really oh, good really? point we were talking to uh horror film kid 48 shout out hfk um the he was talking about how he's seen over the rise of the pandemic and stuff how film talk cuz film talk in general uh, and film tube as well is a to me a product of the COVID 19 pandemic. People were stuck in, at home, they were watching oh. movies, they were buying movies on Amazon, 
and 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 they were making videos. Some people had the bright idea to make videos, opening movies, and put it on TikTok, and it started a trend. And others followed. Judas pointed out to me the other day that we are now seeing a lot of those people who started collecting back in like 2020 now selling their collections because the trend is dying down and it's like also a super saturated market. Now there's so mm. many film talkers and I'm not complaining because the more people no. the better, the more people collecting physical Bigger. media, the more people watching movies, the better. I love it. Me familia, me yeah. familia, baby. I love it. But I, I think it's come to the point where like, you're, you got to realize like, you're not going to catch the algorithm on TikTok by opening movies. And cause there's only a few that have done that and they did it early and they did yeah. original unique things. And it's just probably not going to happen anymore. So don't go into debt trying to do it. You know, that's, that's my biggest point. Don't go into debt. Don't, don't buy into the FOMO. If there is a release on the, on, on the, you know, that was all that was devil's advocate, but my true heart says there's a release. I mean, look at all these box sets that I got back here, guys. There's a release that's <laughs> 50, 60 bucks that you really freaking love. Buy it. If it's a movie that you truly love, I, the, the era video is releasing the Conan, the barbarian and Conan, the destroyer. Yeah, look at like the folklore uh, trilogy, right? Or what is it? What is that? Is that a trilogy? It's, it's called, yeah, it's called the Irish Folklore Trilogy. And it was beyond my means for a long time. And I just so happened to get enough Christmas money to just say, okay. Hmm. So I picked it up. But I knew that I didn't need it because it, it was something that I wanted, but I didn't need it. So I held off until I could just justify it because it's Christmas money. <laughs> right. right treat yourself with your christmas money but i've got the like arrow videos releasing conan the barbarian conan the destroyer on 4k those two movies mean the world to me especially barbarian because it's a movie that i used to watch with my dad growing up conan the barbarian was the first time i ever saw boobs in a movie like i <laughs> i love that freaking movie so much and so i'm gonna get this 50 dollar 4k box set with that collects both of them so if it's a movie that you love and you're going to enjoy and you're going to be super proud to put it on your shelf, yeah, buy it, man. If you have the means, buy it. But if you don't have the means, don't go into debt. Or no, I, I, yeah, it's one of those things where um, JT and I have talked about it before. I love double dipping for certain things because I'm sort of like a baseball card they have different art, they have different stats, they have different things on it that I really, really enjoy and I appreciate, but I never, ever go beyond my means to acquire them, to add them to my collection. I, at least I try not to. There's always that time where you bring home five more than you should, but nonetheless, it, it you know, that's still, your. this is a collection, this is a hobby, you go overboard with your hobbies sometimes, and that's perfectly okay. But uh, I do see a lot of folks out here who are uh, trend hopping, who are trying to catch the algorithm, who are trying to break into this. And that's all well and good and amazing. And I love that for you. But sweet baby Jesus, folks, I see some, some, some of you guys on here who walk away with like seven new releases a week all on 4k and blu-ray that is a lot of money that's an insane amount to be spending on that sort of stuff and it's a lot of it 
are titles that have been available for 20 years, 30 years. And I love that for you. I really do. Honestly, maybe it's jealousy that I wish I could do it. <laughs> maybe there's a tad bit of like, like oh, I wish I could go and pick up all these brand new movies. But in in reality, I am in shock sometimes when I see the people's receipts. <laughs> Are you doing? Uh, you know, that also reminds me of another point too. It's like, I have seen this discourse on line of more so YouTube, but also TikTok of people, uh, you know, doing these videos, unboxings and, and they're getting free stuff from a studio. Oh, sure. And, and I've been, and I've, well, well, not just swag, but they're getting like the newest freaking releases sent to their door for free, which is, Oh, sure. Yeah. We're going to get back to the, the free aspect here in a second. Um, I've seen this discourse online. That's really been bugging me lately with, with some YouTubers and some TikTokers that I really respect um, where people are basically starting to attack them because they're like, you're not a real collector. You, you just get movies sent to you for free. That's not how collectors do collectors buy their own stuff. No, stop, stop typing. Here's the thing. If us, if you make videos on YouTube or TikTok and you have, the the gumption to do that and you kind of blow up and a studio or a boutique label or whatever reaches out to you and is like hey we want to send you stuff for review ain't no not one of you typing that hateful shit in the comments gonna say no to them you are all gonna say yes in a heartbeat because it is all of our dreams to do that yeah we do this for fun we make videos for fun we make podcasts for fun but I ain't gonna lie, man. Like it is like a goal to get myself successful enough to get screeners because it's freaking cool. You know, it's like, it's something. And I, I have got screeners from like digital screeners for movies that aren't even in theaters yet. And that to me is super cool. And I get some screener screeners sometimes from, uh, from, from like overly honest movie reviews when I, when I work for him and it's like, that's the thing. That's the keyword work, work. It's not free. These people aren't getting stuff sent to them by studios for free. They have to work for it to do a review for it. Now, admittedly, I have seen some, you know, on TikTok and stuff. It's really easy for them just to like media mail day, open it up. I got sent this. It's available here. And it's basically a little advertisement for the disc and not actually a review. Not saying there's anything inherently wrong with that content. Not my favorite. I would prefer if you actually got sent something to actually review it and tell your audience if it's worth it or not, be honest about it and put in that actual work. But the, the ones that I'm referring to that are getting all these hate that I really, really, and I'm not going to name names, but the ones that I really respect here on these platforms are putting in work. They're genuinely working, doing probably, all right, let's, I I will, I'll name one name and he's not even in, to my knowledge, been getting hate of this, uh, overly honest movie reviews, Chris, um, he reviews probably for his website three to four movies a day, five, six days a week sometimes. Uh, at the minimum, five days a week. Like, That's crazy. On top of working a full time job, like a regular That's day. It's dedication. Job. It's yeah. dedication. It's, it's a pure passion thing. 
he is Absolutely. fueled by doing it by by just the passion of doing it and then these you know it also helps to build his collection of course and that's a, that's a perk and a benefit of course but you know doing a full-time work day and then doing three to four reviews a day written reviews these are written reviews these are not he does not just log on a tiktok and say hey here's an no. unboxing of this he he writes a I, I 500 paid or fi- 500 word rather uh written <laughs> review yeah no he does three 500 page I'll reviews imagine. A, 1500 pages a day he has to write a thesis on each movie he reviews what a <laughs> nightmare imagine getting like ugly dolls and having to write a thesis on ugly dolls you're like i don't Gabriel Iglesias was in it. <laughs> the only movie that I could ever see anybody like writing a full thesis on would be Paddington too. My whole heart. My whole, I mean, also uh, we have to mention Roland Emmerich's 1998 American masterpiece, Godzilla starring Matthew Broderick, which we all have lots to say about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Roland Emmerich's but I think 1998 American Masterpiece. Godzilla, starring Matthew Broderick. Of course. How could I forget? Teo has never been able to pronounce properly. Uh, <laughs> and he's, he, he pretends like it's a bit. It's not a bit. He just doesn't remember the entire thing. Uh, so don't let him fool you. Uh, <laughs> a, a thing I want to tag onto what you just said is never let somebody shame you for your successes. Um that's a really big thing that when somebody who you feel that you are just as good as, or maybe you feel in, you feel that you're better than them and you see them rising to the top, getting lots of comments and views and, 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 and they're getting sent stuff or at least being, being reached out to a drew. I'll talk about drew. Drew has gone from just Hey guys, I went to go see a movie to everybody's favorite person. Like, <laughs> and that's really, yeah. really cool because let's be fair here. And I think Drew will be the first person to say there's nothing inherently special about the videos he makes, except one quality, one thing, one aspect, none of us have, which is Drew. Yep. Never let somebody shame you for your successes. Never think that you are better than or less than somebody else. There is nobody out there that has you. So be you, make your videos and enjoy yourself and have fun and support those people who are having those successes. Because when it comes time, and I really hope that time comes for each and every one of us, I hope that when I turn back to my friends and other uh movie talkers i hope they're proud and excited for me so i want to show that to you as well <laughs> well it's even common courtesy even more decency. than just even more than just being proud and excited for your friends not treating them different i i don't care like i don't give a shit that, that drew got a million views Ch- change his name to drewby's doobies viewvies for all i give a shit it's still true to me i love the guy regardless if he if he was getting one view or 10 million i don't care like don't treat your friends differently just because they pop off on tiktok and it's like you know i don't know man i agree with you i i definitely agree with you like be proud of your friend's successes don't shame others for their successes just i think i think it just comes down to the tenet of hey don't be an asshole online come on guys no right it, it, it i 
another one of my goals this year is to make videos. And again, all too often we pressure ourselves to make the last one or to make this one just as good as the last one, to make it better, I suppose. And we all get compliments on our videos. And it's almost paralyzing when you get good feedback. Cause it's like, how am I ever going to compare? How am I going to step it up next time? How am I gonna like, and that's not fair. That's not fair to do. Um, every video doesn't need to be your magnum opus. It doesn't need to be the big best thing. You are the big best thing. You're the person who is, again, different from the rest of the crowd. So enjoy making your videos. If you're having a good time as somebody who doesn't really have any, um, I, I'll put it this way, whether you're collecting rocks or buttons or <laughs> jars of sand, if you're passionate about it, I'm passionate about passionate people. So. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. If you're passionate about it, I want to be there with you. I want to watch it. I want to learn from somebody who really, really cares. And that's my goal is just to talk about my passions and to get those videos out there when I can. And I hope people enjoy them at the end of the day, but they're really just for me just for me. And uh, that's another thing I think a lot of us need to learn or not, I guess, yeah, we need to learn. Make videos for yourself, people. Seriously, make videos that you want to watch. If you're watching your video back and you're not holding your own attention, that's a toughie. Um, you got to make videos that you enjoy. Videos when you look back on, no matter how far back, I have videos online that are no beard. <laughs> and I love it. I love I have friends who are embarrassed when they go back and watch old videos and they look at old pictures on social media. It's like, folks, we all change. Uh, and it's it's good to go back and look at all of those people that you used to be and be okay with it. So don't worry about making your next big break. Don't worry about making that video better than the last. Don't worry about the people who are going to judge it and critique it and whatever, just be passionate, put out those videos and have a good time. Cause at the end of the day, this is just a hobby and it's a very fun one, yeah. but it should at the root of it all stem from the reason why you turn on the camera for the very first time. Yep. That's where it all needs to stem from. Why did you turn on the camera for the very first time? Zed? Because I love to talk, Gen genuinely. It's because I love to talk. And there's a lot of folks that I'm friends with who don't share the same interests. It's like opposites attract. And although I tune into the things they love and adore and I will participate, it's not wholeheartedly my passions. And a lot of them who had gotten into movies or had you know, you know, random silly collections like you see back here, they were getting out of it. And I wasn't. And I wanted people to talk to. So I created that bridge. I turned on the video and just said, hey, folks, I'm Zed. <laughs> and I talked. And 
that was enough for me. I made videos for years on YouTube without any traction, really, and yeah. across many different channels. Same. And I adored it. And I met a lot of very fabulous people. And I was told by a friend one day, hey, why don't you try posting on TikTok? And I thought, why not? What what What's the worst that could happen? Nobody watches it. TikTok is very different. It's almost instant gratification. Uh, you see the views go up. People like, people comment. It's super easy to engage. And I fell in love with it. I really, really did. But it all stemmed from, I just wanted to talk. What about yourself? TikTok's the, TikTok is the dopamine machine for sure. Mm hmm. It really is. It really, really. I mean, I remember going and refreshing Drew's page and getting dopamine, seeing his views go up. I'm like, hell yeah, Drew. Like, it, it was like, it was, it was something that I was so proud of and I was so excited for him because I knew, and this is a very, if you've seen Drew's big 100, 100 million, Drew's big 1 million video, he, had no reaction other than I didn't think it was going to blow up like that. <laughs> he had no reaction other than literally wow. he got in a, he got that in a, he got in a call. He got in a call with us like shortly after that for a, uh, for a meeting. And he was like, did y'all see that? We were like, yeah, yeah, we, we saw it. He's like, that's wild, huh? We're like, yeah, buddy, that was fucking wild. He's like, yeah, that was wild. And then we just fucking moved on. <laughs> like, like he was, like, he was so nonchalant about it. <laughs> and it's so cool. It's so, so cool. And again, I, I'm not speaking for Drew, but I feel like he is in a very similar place when he just wanted to talk. I want to, I want to ask and, him that. I ask him that next time he's on. Yeah. yeah. It's an interesting question. What, what about yourself? Uh, I wanted to entertain. It, it's not necessarily um, a I wanted to talk type thing. Um, it's it's a I just wanted to entertain people. That's all. That's all I've ever wanted to do was to be an entertainer. Uh, I've always looked up to guys like SNL cast members, uh, Belushi, Chris Farley, stuff like that. I I just like being entertaining. I was a class clown in in school. Um, <laughs> I I just. I like being disruptive and being loud. And if I'm a monkey locked in the cage, give me a tin cup because I'm going to rattle those bars all up and down all day, man. Like, I just, <laughs> Hey, look at me. I mean, it's a, it's a, it might sound of like to be a vain thing, but I like to entertain people. And I, going back to what you were saying about like make videos that you want to watch. I, uh, I don't put a video out if I'm not happy with it. I watch every one of my videos six or seven times uh, before I post them after editing, editing. Wow. Like I just, just to make sure that I'm happy and entertained with it. Cause if I can, if I can make myself laugh, that's all that matters. And if I, or if I can keep mm -hmm. my own attention in a video, that's all that matters. Uh, and I am, I, I pick myself apart as well but like i mean as long as i can keep my keep engaged with my own content i'll put it out in the world uh sometimes it comes back to me and uh and it's it's uh well received and sometimes uh it's not <laughs> um 
I will say this though, every single video that I've ever made on movies, uh, I've only ever had one that, that caused turbulence and it wasn't anything that I did. It was me calling out some of my complaints with scream factory as a blue, as a Blu-ray label. And, um, some people were like, I don't agree with that. And, and then I was just like, why don't you agree with that? And they told me why they didn't agree with that. And I'm like, well, I don't really agree with your point, but we can agree to disagree. And they were like, okay, whatever. And then, and that, like, that was like the most turbulent thing. But before when I did gaming videos and stuff, oh, buddy, I got torn apart. Gamers are the worst people on the planet. <laughs> every, every gamer is simultaneously the best gamer in the world and the absolute worst gamer in the world but they speak as if it, it, it's 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 like backseat driving yeah. everything that you do is a mistake you never do it properly why didn't you cook for longer you threw it too soon it's like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah that yeah. or uh oh my god look at his double chin ha 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 you know gamers are the oh, most sure. toxic people yeah, yeah, I, I never, I don't even really think about the the toxicity part of it. Yeah, yeah, people pointing out every little, yeah, it, it's like, it's, it's like gamers are in a constant state of being 13, year, 13 years old, and every 13-year-old, they're good at one thing, and that's finding every weakness you have. Every little thing that you hate about yourself, every insecurity, things that you didn't even know were things like you'll be sitting there playing a game and they're like did you know that your your right nostril whistles huh what i had no idea you when you drink you gulp really loud no one's ever told me that before how did you figure that out when i have had all these other experiences with people it's it, it just it's it's an, it's the name of the game it, it, that's just how they are i suppose it's it's a it's an unfortunate part but uh but yeah, I, I suppose what I'm trying to say, people, is have fun this year. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Make the things that you want to watch and don't feed into being the biggest and the best because it always, it always occurs this way. The things that you think are going to succeed, don't. It's the ones that you don't expect. It's the least expected ones that catapult you and that's that and that's when you ride the ride and that's when you have uh, a lot of fun it's just riding that high of that unexpected video that that pops off or, or what have you um it's 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 great and 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 we all and another beautiful thing about this community is we're all so different when you go watch a jt video you're going to have a talking head video. When you go watch a Zed video, you're going to get a Zed video, Judas video, a Judas video. And that's beautiful. And we have so many new friends in this community, uh, like Hobbit and, and Ash and Mo and HFK and all of these wonderful people, Chris, who make amazing videos in their own right, because it's them. It's just them. And that's, that's what I, I'm passionate about, those passionate people. Uh, and I might tease them every so often for not having a light on HFK. What are you doing recording in the dark? Get what is going <laughs> on. That's absolutely absurd. But nonetheless, have fun with it, folks. Like, this is what it's all about. 
Shout out, shout out to the mommies out there. The mommies, HFK, Monique, Cinema Chris, Anxious Hobbit. Y'all, y'all are the best. Y'all, y'all are absolutely the best. Go follow them. Everyone listen to this. Go follow them on TikTok right right now. Pause this video. Go follow them. Come back and finish the episode. Yeah. Now, I'm gonna ask you another thing. Oh boy. Letterbox. Letterbox. Is it actually worth doing? Like, I've been hearing a lot of folks this year talk about I want to do letterbox more. And it's like every time I try to start, I get so ambitious that I burn out immediately. And what's the right way of going about that? <laughs> I am picky with my letterbox. I don't I don't keep track of every movie that I watch. I don't want to. I don't have a desire to. I don't take a pride and I've watched this many movies this year, you know. Like not saying that people who do, I mean I've seen a lot of posts about people who like I watched 300 movies this year and it's like that's great for you and if you care that's that's fine that's your thing it's not mine um and a lot, i know a lot of people use letterbox as a way to just rate a movie and be like maybe write a short sentence on their general thoughts of it i use letterbox as a way as a companion with uh overly honest movie so if i get sure. a screener sent that's that i have to write a review for that goes on the OHMR site, it goes on the OHMR site first, and then it goes to Letterboxd, and then it goes to IMDb. And that is mm. the the process um, of it. And we're not even required to post it on Letterboxd. Chris just was like, hey, you guys might want to do this on Letterboxd because it'll, it can help you with your you know film criticism, getting discovered and all that stuff. Um, but the... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't use Letterbox like that. I, I when I started Letterbox, I started Letterbox in twenty three, back in twenty three. <laughs> uh, I, I started then, and I, and I started doing that for every like logging every movie I made, and I was just like, this is exhausting, and the time that I'm spending in between watching movies to write these reviews could just be spent watching more movies. Why, why am I not just watching yeah. more movies? That's that's how I use Letterbox. It's it's sparse, uh, and then and also a heads up. I haven't logged into my Letterbox in a few months because I haven't done any work for OHMR in a few months. So, I if, I, if you are a Film Talk follower or a YouTube follower and you followed me over there and I have not followed you back yet, I'm sorry. I, Maybe I'll eventually get to you if I log back in ever again. I, yeah. I don't know. I've I've kind of let Letterbox go by the wayside at, at this point. I don't know. How do you, how do you think it should be used, Zed? I don't know if there's a correct way. Just like making a video, there's not a correct way of doing it. There's always a way to make your video look better, sound better, but at the end of the day. It's sort of how I view movies. If the movie's good, doesn't really matter if it's a DVD or a Blu-ray. If the movie's good, it's going to be enjoyable. So I don't think there's a right or a wrong way of doing it. Um, I've had, I think, three letterbox accounts over the last couple of years. And I used to be very religious about it. Like every movie I watched, I would log. But then... I would watch a repeat 
and I wouldn't be able to log it because I've already logged it. And it, it, those things would be like frustrating technicalities that would lead to me being like, I don't know, maybe I need to catalog elsewhere. Maybe I need to post on Instagram. And I, I didn't, I did an Instagram account. You can go find it. It's called watching movies uh, at watching movies. And I would put all my reviews there and I made a bunch of, um, you know, graphics for it. And I loved doing it, but I, but then I felt like, it was all of a sudden work. I was watching movies so that I could post my reviews to nobody really. And you're right. I could have spent that time watching more movies or making more videos or doing something that I, I actually was passionate about. I am not wholeheartedly passionate about writing reviews for everything I watch. I always have opinions. I always have things I like and dislike, but as movies are, they're subjective. Go watch it yourself. Who cares how many Zilla stomps I gave it? Go tune in. See what you think. Because there's a high probability that eventually I'm going to rate something very high that you really dislike. Or I'm going to rate something that I really dislike that you love. So go tune into those movies. Don't buy into the cr criticisms of every person that you admire here on TikTok or there go watch the thing for yourself and maybe you will agree at the end of the day maybe you'll go watch it come back to the person's video and be on the same page but i don't know i don't think there's a right or wrong way i just say go watch the movie enjoy it and, and if you do enjoy it talk about it <laughs> can i can i can i make a uh uh admit something to you oh even when i use letterbox i never ever read other people's reviews i don't ever read anything on letterbox ever i'll read the um... comments sometimes uh but i i just post i don't read at all anybody's reviews yeah, I, I guess I have read a lot of people's reviews, but I think it's sort of similar uh, for a lot of people who get into certain niches. Uh, they will tend to really only focus on what they're doing and they let other stuff go to the wayside. And there's a ton of people on here that I do enjoy that I just don't watch very often. I don't tune in. I don't read their reviews. I don't hop over to their YouTube channel and we always have all of these calls to action, but we don't follow them ourselves. We're not really leading by example, which is unfortunate, but it's the truth. I mean, let's be very transparent here while we like, that's just the truth of the matter. I don't tune in to every single episode of every friend I have because I, I, I don't want to. I, I do. <laughs> I search, I search all of you guys every day on TikTok and watch your new videos every day. I know, I know. And, 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 but you've also <laughs> been very vocal about that, that you have your algorithm on TikTok. You have that space that is curated to your special interests. My fucking algorithm is a mess now. None of my friends are popping up anymore and it's starting to piss me off. I even had that to message Judas the other night because his videos hadn't like he can't, he took a break over Christmas like over the over the he entire did. month of December, uh, he wasn't on. He, the only thing he did creatively was he was on the Christmas special for the show. That's it. He didn't do TikTok. He didn't do Instagram. He didn't do anything. Um, 
he came back to TikTok last week and started yeah. posting again and not a single fucking one of his videos has popped up in my FYP. I've had to search his name every single day. I just messaged him the other day. I was like, Judy, I love your fucking videos. They're some of my favorite on the entire platform. That's why I fucking hired you to do this podcast and they're not showing up in my FYP and I'm pissed about it. Please tag me in your videos. So that, so yeah. I'll get a notification when you post because I want to watch my friend's videos and they're not popping up. And instead what I'm getting is I'm getting the videos of a bunch of people who followed me and they are film talkers. And then I follow them back and they fought, they leave me followed for a week and then they're vain people who only give a shit about following. And then they unfollow me because they got my follow yeah. and that's all that fucking matters. And now I'm getting all of their videos. Yeah. We have a friend. We have a friend again, be, because of, because of people and, and their vainness, I'm not going to name names, but we have a, we have a friend who recently just uh, did like a, uh, what's it called when you just like delete a bunch of people? I just like a, he just, a, a purge. He purged. He purged. That's, that's the perfect word. He purged a bunch of stuff. And for, for, for his own sake, like he had a bunch of folks on there that uh, I guess, I guess we kind of narrowed it down a little bit by saying he, but whatever, uh, had a bunch of people that he quite honestly didn't really have a desire to view. And he purged a bunch of people to really narrow down the individuals that he is seeking out. And I admire that to a certain extent. If I ever got to the point where I was watching, you know, people's content on the regular, I do sort of do what you do, lots of do's in a row, which is I'll search up Judas, I'll search up HFK, I'll search up Hobbit. And that let the record show Zed said doo doo. Whatever. This guy over here is really pissing me off. Um you gotta go I'll, fuck I'll, I'll my house. <laughs> I'll seek out people and, and watch their stuff and I'll binge watch a couple things in a row and I'll enjoy my time, but then I'll log off and I won't, you know, tune in again. And this is this is all stuff that I I wish to remedy remedy this year. I hope to make more connections and to uh, view more people's content. Because to be honest, there's a lot of folks out there who I really enjoy that don't have the reach that they should. And they need that reach. They need to, they need to find, people need to find them. Uh, and I need to do my due diligence and support them so that their videos actually are pushed out. And uh, it's, I don't want to name anybody because I don't want to exclude anybody by doing that. But there are a few people that come to mind that they are passionate, they are uh, consistent, and they deserve more eyes in front of them. And they deserve my support because these same people show up to my videos, show up to your videos, show up to Judas's videos. Amen, and yet amen. I'm not really showing my appreciation uh, and they're not asking for it either, which is what makes them very lovely individuals. Uh, but nonetheless, that, that is another thing that maybe I would, I would, I would want to remedy remedy this year is just to support people that I truly, truly enjoy. The good goal to, to support your friends, to, to, 
watch your friends' videos and stuff. I mean, uh, like, I want to point that out too. That these, because I know who you're talking about when you're saying these individuals, and they never do ask for you to view their videos or like their videos. Like we have in our in our server, we have like a a, t- a promote yourself tab, and they'll drop every video they have there. But like, if everybody in the server doesn't go like it, they're not going to be like, "Why didn't you like my videos?" Like it's like no, they they don't. I think also they don't care either. <laughs> I think I think that a lot of our friends just don't have that mentality of I got to get views. They they really are pretty pure heartedly just making videos because they enjoy it they enjoy the hobby mm-hmm. and to me that is the best way to do it obviously um but you guys all know who you are we love you very yeah. much absolutely and i think with that we should call it an episode that's a really beautiful start of the year folks support your friends <laughs> hey hey zed where can they find where can they find more Masters of Matinee content? Babies, you are going to be in for a trip because this year, Masters of Matinee is not only on the platforms that you're used to, YouTube, Spotify, but we're we're branching out. We're becoming bigger and hopefully better. We're starting a TikTok account here soon. Are you calling me we fat? Are, well, say it, I'm bigger. Come on, buddy. Be nicer than that. Listen, I didn't ask what your what your actual New Year's resolutions were. We're talking about movies here. Uh, <laughs> we could all go out for a wa- a longer walk. We could all do that. Um, but at the end of the day, we we are striving to make masters bigger and better and more more involved. We want to be more involved in the community. We want to be more involved with each other. We want to make videos on TikTok, and we also want to make original content on YouTube, bringing you new shows and episodes of Masters of Matinee, now with video included. We are trying our best, and there's going to be a learning curve, and I hope that you stick along with us while we hurdle over those obstacles, but at the end of the day, where can you find us? Hopefully everywhere soon. <laughs> TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, maybe. I don't. Probably not Twitter. Probably not Twitter. Nah, we don't really need that. We don't really need that. Uh, maybe Instagram. Maybe. You know what? Who's to say? Who's to say? We got a bunch of handsome folks that we could. You know why not? <laughs> Fucking handsome squidward over here. Uh, oh come on now! All right. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy birthday. Now for something completely different. Masters. 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 Masters of Mabinay. Masters of Mabinay.
started. Trudy's Business Movies. Judas Cinema Closet. JT the Talking Head. Taylor the Terminator. And Zetsuo Movies. Masters of Lavender. Hey folks, I'm Zed, and just like Phineas and Ferb, I'm a bit of a one-hit wonder.